0: Hey, it's me, Egbert. E-G-G-B-U-R-T. Check out my website at Egbert.com. Now it's back to those two dudes who told me they would bring in big ratings. They better are their history. Here are Brad and John. Once again, it's Egbert laying down the gauntlet for performance for Brad and John. You know, why can't we be like the NFL where we have a performance bonus? Where, like, you know, if we pick up another listener, that's another $2 million we make or something like that. Wouldn't that be nice?
1: I think that – well, I, I thought that was – maybe that's not in your contract, Brad, but that's in mine. Oh. The the other thing that I love about Egbert is because I can't hear his promos, yeah. I'm convinced – this is my favorite conspiracy theory. He's speaking at a, at a frequency at which my brain cannot process. <laughs> like I think I have like uh, like a kind of a troglodyte, like knuckle-dragger brain, you know, and I just – I can't even hear his words. What kind of a it's brain? Like, it's like the guy that cornered um, – who was it, Tom Brokaw, or was it Dan Rather? With the whole, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Remember that whole thing? Oh
0: yeah, they beat, they beat him up. Yeah, yes. and so that led to the R.E.M. So
1: was it Dan Rather or was yeah, it Tom Brokaw? It was,
0: no, it was Dan Rather. For those of you Dan not, not okay. old enough, there was this, there was this bizarre incident. Dan Rather was an interesting guy. There's sometimes that people say that he's, he he was in too many hurricanes. And if you know the story, Dan, <laughs> no, no, do you know do you know the story about him no, and hurricanes? I don't know the story. You don't know the story great. about him and hurricanes? He no, he know. worked for a TV station in in uh, in I believe in Houston, and that's before he went to the network and and he was one of the very first reporters who would go down to like the beach when the winds were doing like ninety miles an hour and he would hold on to like a telephone pole so it wouldn't he wouldn't get swept away with the hurricane. And uh, that was his, That was and, and see, the interesting thing was that started a whole generation of, of then the meteorologists. You know, how many, if you go on YouTube, you can go on YouTube and Google meteorologists in hurricanes or meteorologists in tornadoes. It's mainly hurricanes because tornadoes are hard to, you know, tornadoes are sort of, you know, you, you can't – I mean, even the guys who go out and uh, the the storm storm chasers have a tough time getting close to sure. the tornadoes because yeah.
1: they just – I've seen the movie Twister. I'm familiar with
0: that. Well, yeah, well, you're not familiar if you saw that movie. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Okay, so that was the Dan Rather thing. So one day he's walking in New York City, and I believe it was two dudes accost him and beat him and keep asking him, what's the frequency, Kenneth? And they keep, <laughs> they keep beating him, so that's at least what he says. And he came back, and he was all disheveled, and, and I think he had a black eye and some other stuff, and he said to everybody, they kept beating me, and they kept asking me, what's the frequency, Kenneth? So there was was it REM? That REM had, as the song. A song yeah. What's the frequency, Kenneth? You know, that's one of those. That you know, that's a national thing. That's almost like on a statewide level. And I'm sort of dating myself because if you mention this to Bill Eigel, he probably wouldn't know what he you were talking about. But if you mention it to a seasoned. Political person who's been in Jefferson City for a while, if you said green balloons, people go, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Right? Right, right John? Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what that means, we won't explain it. You'll just have to figure it out.
1: Hey, but you know what? There's a little TNA in our number two story today, Brad. Should we roll into the top three? Yes.
0: John Combest every single day puts together the top three stories, what he deems are the top three stories of the state of Missouri. You can find them out at johncombest.com, C O M B E S T. Here is number three.
1: Number three story today has to do with marijuana expungement, and it comes to us from the Washington Missourian. At the end of this, Brad, we should also mention for listeners how to get around the Washington Missourian paywall (laughs) if you don't want to pay. Shame on you. So the Washington Missourian did a really good piece today, a really thorough piece, I should say, about marijuana expungements. And long story short, the Missouri State Highway Patrol says that it might take up to five years to expunge Marijuana criminal criminal records. Easy for me to say. Now, upon passage of Amendment 3, part of the deal was, hey, voters, if you pass this in one year, all those marijuana convictions gone in one year. Now the Missouri State Highway Patrol says we need five years. And Brad, what do you think? the Missouri State Highway Patrol also wants.
0: Well, here, let, me, let, me, let me ask that question, but let me ask you a question. Why is the Missouri Highway Patrol, isn't this the, the court systems? Because it is, but, when, but it, it was a unique feature
1: of Amendment 3, Brad. There were, we, we've talked at length about how the universal idea about Amendment 3 is if supporters could go back and rewrite parts of it, they would. So these, these entities were tasked with this workflow, That they claimed from the outset, a Missouri State Highway Patrol said early on, hey, if you put us in charge of part of this, we're not equipped to do this. They
0: want more money. They they want more money. Is that what you're asking the question? That's exactly right. (laughs) Right, Yes, they went before (laughs) a
1: legislative body last month, I believe, and pointed out, Hey, we already made staffing adjustments to in anticipation of this need, but we still need more. Uniquely too, Brad, Franklin County says that if you look at statewide numbers, Franklin County is ahead of most every county in Missouri in terms of the progress they've made. The challenge for these counties is, and these county clerks is, so much of their records that go back are not digitized. So the Franklin County clerk was talking about how, I guess it was the circuit clerk, was talking about how they had to go into the old historic courthouse go down in the basement and and sort through boxes. I think she said they made it down to 1985, or someone said they made it, you know, they were pulling documents the other day from 1985.
0: Yeah, but isn't that all up on CaseNet? Isn't that an entire, everything that, see, the way the court system works, I'm, I'm not an expert, I'm not an attorney, I don't play one on TV, but the way everything works is it ultimately gets funneled into CaseNet And that's run by essentially the, what is it that we call the Missouri, there's a term for it, the Missouri court system. What is it called? Yeah, whatever whatever that court system is. So they're the ones that handle all this stuff. And and the highway patrol is just is just another entity that puts stuff like if you get a ticket you get arrested by the highway patrol they're putting that into the the system as well too i mean they that's that's just i don't understand how well once again that shows that when they drafted this this amendment that they, they didn't really know what they're talking about because the highway patrol really doesn't have any say over that now if you get arrested on the Interstate 70, if they pull you over for speeding and you, back in the day, you got arrested for having marijuana, that would be under the highway patrol. But if you get arrested in a muni or a county or something like that, that has nothing to do with the highway patrol. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, I would suggest folks go explore it themselves. Here's the workaround. If you don't want to go to the Washington, Missouri, and you don't want to go through the paywall, open a new window. If you use Safari, you use Chrome, whatever you use, use Internet Explorer Open up a new window, open up a private window. So in some it's called incognito, in some it's called private. Google the article title and go through Google. In almost every case, if you, if, you take it, if you take that approach, you're able to circumvent the paywall.
0: John the the Millers are going to have a bounty out for you dude that's all i can tell you if they don't already
1: <laughs> if they don't already for you and i think i'm just guilty by association
0: they're not going they're not going to be happy with you
1: uh, <laughs> the number 2 but, story today i'd also point out too that, that one of the leaders of the industry jack cardetti from Mocan Trade was has an interview with Missouri Net that I have up today where he talks a little bit about the Safe Banking Act. Brad and I, Brad, you and I have talked about this before. How it's illegal marijuana is still illegal federally, which throws a giant monkey wrench into the way that a lot of these companies can operate. They have to op they have to operate in cash or on debit cards. It's a whole headache. So there's there's a story up from Missouri Net about that today.
0: Can you use a debit card? I didn't realize you could use a debit card.
1: You can, and I guess the technicality is because debit is not the same as credit, there's some sort of a, there's some sort of a technicality there that, that allows most Missouri businesses to accept your debit card but not your credit
0: card. But you're still going through the banking system, aren't you? I mean, of course you are. Yeah. I don't understand that. I mean, I thought it was all cash, cash, cash. You couldn't do anything else. I don't understand
1: guess. it as well. Now, last week when we talked a little bit about Bradcam, we talked about the company Brinks and once again not financial advice <laughs> yes. but because all these companies are dealing with cash sometime take a look if you're just listening to us when you're driving wait until you're not driving look up the look up the stock chart for Brinks ticker symbol BCO up 26% over the past year
0: and that's because now if you
1: go to some financial advisor I bet you he or she didn't get you twenty six percent last year.
0: Is that is that all? Uh, it sounds like John did buy Brinks, uh, but it, I've been in
1: Brinks for quite a while. I'm t- have I, you I, really? I, again, not financial advice. But as these as marijuana continues to expand in every state, and these companies have to deal with cash, and you run a dispensary at the corner of Natural Bridge and King's Highway, and you have eight thousand dollars in cash that you got to get out of the store every day. Do you want to have your Auntie Clarice take it to the bank, or do you want to have the Brinks guy come by on a schedule and pick up your Let's
0: cash? Let's go back to uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and what was Uncle, what was, what was his name, where he went to the bank and lost the money at the bank? Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't I don't know. Uh, I forgot what his name was. <laughs> that was his uncle. I usually
1: have the movie on mute if I have it on at
0: all. Oh, okay. Okay, Was that where are we at? Is that, number, that was number three. Yeah, number yeah, so two.
1: Number two story, I teased earlier, Brad, a little bit of TNA, okay. and that stands for— Technical needs assistance,
0: Brad. Oh, boy.
1: And it, it has to do with Coldwater Creek. The EPA had a meeting yesterday in Hazelwood to talk about Coldwater Creek remediation. In short, what the agency is doing is they've commissioned a group to explain all the technical terms in plain language. So the EPA was in Hazelwood yesterday meeting with the community and getting feedback essentially on – what the agency can do to put all their findings and all their studies into plain language.
0: You know, it's funny you should mention that. Just the other day, I was on McDonald, and I've told this story before, and I've actually had people tell me, you're lying, that's not still going on. They are still pulling dirt and, and you know, uh, polluted dirt out of the ground there, at the site that caused all the problems with Coldwater Creek, it's on the north end of the airport. Uh, matter of fact, if you get off if you're if you're on Mc, if you're on Lindbergh and you go east of McDonald, mm-hmm. and you go through some of the McDonald complex, uh, or excuse, I should say Boeing now, the, the Boeing complex, as you twist around there, you go over the railroad tracks. And probably about midway between Lindbergh and Brown Road, which is which or used to be called Brown Road, which is if, about midway between Lindbergh and the uh, what used to be the old McDonald or the uh, the old McDonald Douglas World headquarters. On the right side, for a long time, on the right side of uh, which would be the south side of McDonald, there has been a hazardous waste site there for years, where they're essentially still to this day. Almost 100 years later, well, not quite 100 years, like 80-plus years, 80-plus uh, years still still picking up uh, or digging up dirt that was, uh, you know, uh, contaminated with uranium and all the other stuff from essentially the atomic bomb program from World War II. On the other side of McDonald, where I used to uh, play in, in, in Little League in some, uh, some tournaments, and later as I was an umpire, I used to umpire games there all the time, those fields and anybody who worked in North County, especially if you were like in some of the some of the uh, the bar leagues and stuff like that, big softball area. They were a what bunch field? Of, was, what, what what was the name of the? I back? can't remember the name of the fields. There were like three or four fields right there. But I went by there the other day. they're and they've been doing this for a couple years. They're now digging on the north side of McDonald, and they got the big you know track excavators, and literally they're going down like. 20 30 feet and they're taking the dirt and they put it into they put it they they covered up and they take it now they drive it across McDonald and there's a railroad spur that goes back into this project and there must be a bunch of people that have employment for this because when you go by the area there, there's a parking lot, which is just for the people that work there. There's always like 30 or 40 cars in the parking lot. You know, I mean, during the day, at least, not at it's night. It's big money, isn't it, Brad? Right, and and to this day, they're still picking up, and that is that is how Coldwater Creek got contaminated because that is Coldwater Creek right there. This is a bizarre little story that a lot of people don't realize. The Coldwater Creek actually starts someplace like in Breckenridge Hills on the south side of Seven goes under it, it goes under 70 right there at uh, if you know where where Cypress Road is on the east or the west end of the airport then it goes under the airport it literally goes the Coldwater Creek goes under the airport and when it comes out on the north side of the airport that's exactly where they dumped all this this World War two uranium stuff and it leached into the ground and then ultimately leached into the Coldwater Creek and then it goes all the way through North County that's Hazelwood right there. goes through Flarsen, and then it ultimately goes through unincorporated St. Louis County, and then ult- ultimately, uh, you know, enters the, um, uh, I, I think it's, it would be the Missouri River. Yeah, I don't think it's, yeah, it enters the Missouri River, not the Mississippi. So it, it's to this day. I mean, and the crazy thing about it is, who was the lady? You know, you've got a good name, Remember, remembering them names. I went to her thing out there at Wizrap. A lot of people call WizRap, That's what they called it, Weldon Springs. Rehabil- Rehabil- Rehabilitation and Pollution Project or something. I don't know what, it was, how, what the, the letters were. Everybody, the government loves those, 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 you know, they just call it ICON or, yeah, or yeah. GO what FAST. Or, right. Um, what was the lady who was the St. Saint, Saint Charles County rep who's like really, really, really into Trisha this? Tricia Burns. There you go. Yeah, the, the her. Yeah. Uh, and they talk and they talk. That's where I went, met Bill Eigel met Bill and he actually talked to me. Um, and nobody does anything. You know they talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and nobody does anything. So I'm sorry. Number one.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. And uh, so this—that's a good explainer for people who don't really know why Brad is the way he is. Yes, I'm screwed up. <laughs> the time spent near Coldwater water. And by the and way, for the record boy, I sure do have a lot of room to talk. Can I? The t- number one story is from the great Jason Rosenbaum of St. Louis Public Radio. Jason, who did an update on the Third Congressional District Republican primary, and it's noteworthy today because there's a key quote here from Nick Schroer. And Nick's quote when asking about if he'll enter the race, the conventional wisdom is because he's very closely aligned with Senator – former Senator Bob Onder is that he would wait. And Nick's quote to Jason Rosenbaum is, I'm kind of waiting to hear from him, Schroer said, and we'll roll with the punches from there. So, so in other words, if Bob Onder drops his bid to be lieutenant governor and there's no indication at this point that that he's planning on doing that – then Nick Schroer would not be in the third congressional race. However, if Bob continues to stay in the lieutenant governor's race, there's a chance that Nick Schroer would run for that seat. Again, Travis Fitzwater, who rep.
0: Oop, John disappeared for a minute. You back? John, you there? Brad, I'm here. You disappeared for a you said You said Travis Fitzwater, okay. and then you disappeared. Pick it up from yeah, Travis who represents
1: Pittsburgh. the district, uh, state Senate district in mid-Missouri is considering the race, and also Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman has already announced that she's in the race.
0: Okay, and I will give my, my mandate here, not my mandate, but my advice is, once again, what I don't like about politics, if you're going to run for another office, resign the office you have right now. Um, because of the fact that if we're paying you, it's just like the stuff that's going on, like with with Desantis and and even uh, you know with Desantis. I mean, he's not the governor of Florida. Well, he is the governor of Florida, but you know how much time is he spending in Florida? Little or nothing. Well, by, but by Brad, by
1: that logic, though, if you're a state rep or a state senator or whatever, you should also quit whatever job you have. By that logic. And be a full-time state representative or state senator.
0: Well, no, because of the fact that being a representative is not a year-long job. I mean, it's a temp- right. It's only
1: through May. Right. But it, also, it, you could make the you could make the case that if you're running for office, that's not a full-time job either. You're just doing it. You're only doing it in your spare time, right, Brad? What?
0: That you're running. Maybe for-
1: it's like a hobby. Maybe it's like stamp collecting well, or, or macro. Uh,
0: you know, I mean. You've hung around these people there's a certain thing that makes them tick you know <laughs> and, <laughs> I do know. and and it's to the point where I still say it's power and it's camaraderie because they are part of something it's like an elite club Absolutely. it's like it's like an
1: right. el- they're 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 right. It's, I agree with
0: that. It's like you wanting to join, you know, you or me, who are you know not very well-heeled, don't have a lot of money, and we decide we want to join one of the elite country clubs. Like if we decided we want to join Bell Reve Country Club,
1: or the Mac, let's go join the Mac.
0: Well, no, the Mac. You, anybody can join the Mac, the Missouri Athletic Club. You can walk in there. Well, hey, speak for yourself. Maybe you've never applied, Brad. Jeez. Have you applied and, and been turned <laughs> no, down? I'm no, I mean, you. I mean, they're running ads for people to join the Mac, as the Missouri Rachel Athletic Mark Club. says,
1: "I would never want to be a member of a group that would have me as a member." That's of
0: one of my group. favorite quotes. I've said that many, 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 many times. All right, okay. we're we'll over break. We have to take a break.